The following program is produced by Sage Advertising and Marketing. The views and opinions of the host and guests are not necessarily those of this station. Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio has helped thousands of listeners make the right decisions when buying homes or refinancing. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. This is Peter Padilla. Pleased to be with you today. What a great week and a great month we're about to finish off. End of March, I'm ready to get into springtime, and springtime in northern Nevada means a lot of things to all of us that enjoy living here, shopping for a new home or an investment home. We are here to help you bring knowledge to yourself from our industry experts. In the studio today, we have three in the know when it comes to real estate and real estate for investors. I'm happy to introduce them. Karen Pauly is with us. Karen is a realtor at Keller Williams Sparks. Welcome to the show, Karen. I'm I'm ready for I'm a summer girl. I, I'm ready for oh, warm mm-hmm. weather. Put the top down on the car and go have some fun and show some real estate. Oh yes, yes, <laughs> that's got to be a fun way to do that with the top down, and you can go and on your convertible and look around the beautiful areas of northern Nevada. It seems like everywhere you go, you've got a great view, real close out your window or out your back door or someplace. Mm-hmm. It's it's really nice to be here. The activity, though, picked up, it seems like, about a year ago when there was the announcement of all the technology that's moving into northern Nevada. Yeah, that seems to be the general consensus. We mm-hmm. have that Tesla fever, and mm-hmm. there's so many other companies coming here, though, that, that uh, te- puts, puts uh, Tesla to the test. Tesla is technology. It's all the new battery technology, automobile technology, mm-hmm. um, computer technology, and data storage, and all sorts of fun things. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So it's very exciting to, to be educating the public as mm-hmm. to what all is coming here and what jobs are coming here. So they know that there's more than just Tesla and that Reno is just a, a great city that has all kinds of things to offer. Yeah. Every now and then I say it, and I hear other of my friends say it. They say, boy, if I were only known Ten years ago, what the real estate market was going to <laughs> look all like. Be I would have done this, and I would have done that. I have a feeling that in five or ten years from now, people are going to look back and say, "Wow, if I'd have known back in 2016 Absolutely. about the impact of all of this technology." And you know, there are some naysayers. There are some people that say it's maybe not going to be as big, and maybe they're overcommitting, or maybe the prices are already too high. So I'm glad you're here with us today to talk about the real estate market. We all have a little different perspective, but you're in the trenches, so I'm looking forward to getting more feedback from you about what's going on. Thank you, Peter. And you were kind enough to bring an associate with you today. I did. I've met her before. She's a lovely lady and a realtor, too, a part of your team, Janice Lease. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Peter. I'm glad to be here. Very exciting. How long have you been in northern Nevada? Well, actually, I just moved here four and a half years ago, so I am still kind of meeting new people and Mm -hmm. um, just learning the area as I go. Um, Karen's been so instrumental in helping me with all of that, and uh, thankfully, with the prior jobs that I had before becoming a real estate agent, I met lots of people, so that was all great, and uh, I'm just loving it. I've been told that when you're in northern Nevada, once you've lived in northern Nevada for more than two years, you're pretty much a local. (laughs) I pretty much am. Now I'm just trying to convince my California friends to come join the party. (laughs) As long as they get here and they've got cash, I'm very happy with it, or at least good credit scores, because that means they're going to be investing in Nevada. There's a big difference in real estate from California to Nevada. 
very much so. Yeah. It, it looks the same. They, I mean, they, I mean they have some similarities. <laughs> they have low inventory like we do. Yeah. Um, but obviously the cost of living here is so different than oh, yeah. Southern California. So mm-hmm. um, I'm not missing that part of California at all. And you must, <laughs> yeah. you must like the open range too because that's one of the things I love about Reno is that we have city on one side and a big open area, desert, and at other adventures on the other. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Well, we're big boaters, so we boat on Tahoe all the time. So mm-hmm. absolutely love that and being so close to the beautiful God-given lake that we have right next door. So it's beautiful. Yes. I want to talk to you more on the show later about your activities in northern Nevada real estate, maybe some areas that you think look attractive, and some guidance for the people that are not quite ready to pull the trigger, but maybe this is the right year. Great. Glad you're with us today. Thank you so much also for having with, me. You're welcome. Also with us today is a real estate investor, somebody who's actually in the trenches and buying and selling properties. I met this lady at the Reno Real Estate Investors Club, and we had a nice time talking there. Donna McCutcheon is her name. Welcome to the show, Donna. Hi, Peter. Thank you for having me, ladies. Thank you for being here also. Um, having real estate agents here is, is really a blessing, so I'm glad we could all get together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I wanted you here to share with our listeners and share with our other guests a little bit about the activities that you've got going on. Every now and then, I invite realtors to join us with investors so that we can kind of get a feel of what's really going on and what the temperament, let's say, of the market (laughs) is. There's a lot of people that are thinking, I know nowadays, that their homes are worth more than they actually are because of what Karen mentioned earlier in the show, Tesla fever. They feel like, wow, this home should be double in value what it was a year ago. As a real estate investor, that has to put some challenges on the opportunities you look at. It does, actually, Peter. Um, And it's really helpful. The realtors have really helped me a great deal. Um, A lot of homeowners right now, like you say, with the Tesla fever, they're – they want the highest price for their home. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that I have to look at as an investor is how much is it going to cost me to come in and repair it um, to where it is sellable to the other person. And a lot as homeowners, you know, we look at our home and, and that's our life. We, we've invested so much of our own pride and energy in it. So, you know, it's kind of um, a challenge, I imagine, for the real estate agents Mm -hmm. to price those homes. Mm -hmm. But as an investor, I've got to come into it looking at what those repair costs are going to be to make it for the next family to buy it. You mentioned Mm -hmm. repair costs because I would would imagine that a home that is needing repair or that needs renovation because of vandalism Mm -hmm. or it was a you know big uh, ugly short sale problem that you know <laughs> you know is still maybe lingering out there so many of these homes just won't qualify for a mortgage and so that rules out a lot of people that's true is cash really the king of what makes it happen when it comes to buying investment real estate it does you know having cash um, as an investor we have private money lenders we also have uh, hard money lenders a lot of people um don't know this, but you can use your IRA accounts or your 401ks and things and actually invest in real estate um, to an investor. And then we pay interest rates um, accordingly, a much higher, of course, than a bank would mm-hmm. um, because it is such a short term. So a lot of people come to us to invest their money and then we can give them anywhere from eight to say 12%. And some are higher and some are lower, it just depends on the situation. So it's a really good way for people to Um, you know, invest their money to create a little bit more income for themselves. Hmm. I can tell that you've got more than just one year of experience as a real estate investor, just by (laughs) (laughs) you're telling us, which is is excellent. You're the kind of guest we want. 
Let us know. How long have you been in the real estate I business? wish I could say I've been in it for a year, but I have not. Wow. <laughs> I was actually a health and safety professional for the mm-hmm. last 18 years, and I chose to retire that profession. Mm-hmm. And I decided to come into home investing, which is what I've always wanted to do. And I took a real estate agent course, and I decided I didn't want to be the agent. I wanted to get into more of the investing. And I went to school. I've mm-hmm. been going to um, – you know, I, I have a class. I, I strongly believe in education. Uh, the knowledge base is so important uh, to get into a new industry. And so I've been going to school and doing everything that they tell me to do, and it's been working for me. Yes. So yeah. I started October 7th, and I have one house in escrow. It's due to close the end of this month and another one pending. And I have to give credit to the real estate agents I've been working with. They've been really amazing to help me. So. Well, when I made my mm-hmm. previous comment, I really would say <laughs> I, that it sounds like you've been in the business more than a year, a long time, because you've got a lot of knowledge. You picked up a lot of great information then in that short amount of time. And one of the things that I'm really impressed about is that you actually pulled the trigger in a short amount of time. I talk to some investors sometime. They call themselves investors. Mm-hmm. They're still trying to decide. They've been looking at it for five years, ten years, who knows how long, but they're afraid to pull the trigger. <laughs> it, it's scary. It is scary, and it's just me, me and my chihuahua. <laughs> oh, well, that's the secret to success. That's it. Right? That's, that's, that's it. Is. it is. Well, I have a chihuahua, girl. too, so. <laughs> but, uh, but no, you know, and, and with anything, and I imagine any entrepreneur, um, you just have to get out there and do it. Mm-hmm. And you're going to learn as you go, and you're going you're gonna to mess up. Mm-hmm. But you just get out there and do it, and it's amazing the people that help you, you know, and, and uh, you know, they're just there and they help you. And if you stumble, you just kind of laugh about it and keep on going. Getting, and, you, and you learn more, too. You learn more. Learn you process. absolutely do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So getting the team together, and I don't mean that, that you, you are employed with a company, but, <laughs> but when you work with a realtor or a lender or the, the rest of the people that are involved, and there's a number of them, mm-hmm. uh, you have to count on them like they're part of your team, I would imagine. You do. You really do. And you have to be yeah. upfront and honest, you know. Um, if all the cards aren't on the table, then nobody knows what direction is the right direction to go. So you just, you know, you just work close, you work hard, and mm-hmm. just, you know, let them know what you need. And if they either can help you or they can't, and if they can't, most of them have been able to refer me elsewhere. So it's been really, um, I, I'm so thrilled with my my new career. Yeah, I'm glad you've yeah. had such a great experience, and, yeah. and thank you for both of what you, what you both said just about being a team and surrounding yourself with yeah. with people that are like-minded and and have your best interest because it's not always easy to find that mm-hmm. um, but that's crucial and I, I'm impressed that you've gotten two properties underway in such a short amount of time because there isn't a lot available so oh, thank you so I kudos to that. you that's that's awesome I appreciate that Good thank luck. you that's great yeah I've worked with other realtors that have had big challenges with their investors because mm-hmm. uh, you know like every home buyer everyone is different but there must be a chemistry that must be right with the people that you're working with. And I think a lot of it is coming from you, Donna. It seems like you have a very calm and realistic expectation of what you're going to do, which is to succeed. And I think if you go in with confidence on any project, new or old, your chances are success, of success are much better. Wouldn't mm-hmm. you be a great kind of a client to be working yes. with? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. We all, we all yes. like clients like that that are eager and willing to learn and mm-hmm. and and respect what each other is doing so that we can all, you know, meet that common goal. I'm talking today with three guests in the studio. Karen Pauly, realtor at Keller Williams Sparks. Investor Donna McCutcheon, 
and she is also an attendee on occasion of the Reno Real Estate Investors Club. And also from Keller Williams Sparks, Janice Lee. She's a realtor, and I'm excited to continue our conversation with these three ladies after this message from our sponsor. This is Patrick Allison, realtor at Ferrari Lund. You're listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is important to me because he helps me get my message across to the potential clients out there. Thank you, Peter. Buying investment real estate is a big decision. Getting the right mortgage is critical. This is Michelle Holbert, NMLS 184194 and MLB 3723 from Caliber Home Loans. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be your best investment purchase of a lifetime. When you find the right property at the right price, you'll need to be pre-approved for your mortgage to lock in your deal with the seller. Caliber Home Loans is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit www.michelleholbert.com, and that's M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E, H-U-L-B-E-R-T dot com or call 775-284-1922. This is Michelle Holbert from Caliber Home Loans. Thank you. Caliber Home Loans, located at 6530 South McCarran Boulevard, Reno, Nevada, 89509. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own? Or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? Well, first, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should? Like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes. For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put the proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started on the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779. Or visit sageintl.com. This is Candace Meyer. This is William Process. This is Diane Heaton, Realtor at REMAX Realty Affiliates. You are listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is on the air. Thank you, Peter. You're tuned in to 1060 AM Radio, KFOY, the Lotus Broadcast Station. We are in our 11th year of broadcasting Nevada Real Estate Radio every week, and we appreciate all of the listeners and the guests that have come to visit us throughout that time. You can find out who was on our very first show 11 years ago by visiting our website, nevadarealestateradio.com. You'll see photos of previous guests, and just by clicking on the photo, you will have a chance to listen to the podcast. And the podcast of today's radio show will be available right after this broadcast, so make sure to check it out at Nevada Real Estate Radio. We'd like to welcome a new sponsor to our radio show, SunTech Solar Screening. So have you ever had that situation where you're in your living room on a hot summer day, but you can't enjoy the living room because the sun coming in the windows is so hot? Well, the folks at SunTech Solar Screening are calm, cool, and comfortable. Call the folks at SunTech Solar Screening to get an estimate. Tell them Peter sent you. Office number is 775-352-9396 or visit them on the web, solarscreensofreno.com. 
www.realestatemarketingmentor.com. I'm enjoying my conversation today with three real estate professionals in the studio. Two of them are realtors. Janice Lease is with us from Keller Williams Sparks, and so is Karen Polly. Karen and Janice are realtor partners. Welcome to the show, ladies. Thank you, Peter. Thank We're you so much. Here. And you. also in the studio, we have a real estate investor, Donna McCutcheon. And Donna and I uh, visited at the Reno Real Estate Investors Club, and we're glad you're here with us too today, Donna. Thank you, Peter. I'm glad to be here as well. So, I, you know, a lot of times the conversations while we're in commercial break are some of the best conversations. <laughs> I was thinking the same we thing. We had some good ones, I know. We should, like, pause so, so I want our listeners to know while you were hearing the commercials, which are great commercials, I was listening to a continued great conversation here. And we were talking about the importance of having a great team when you're doing anything. Karen, you were talking to us a little bit about your team at Keller Williams mm-hmm. Sparks. Share with our listeners a little bit what, about what we were chatting about. Oh, well, we were just talking about how important it is to have a team that has a common goal and uh, and can work together so that uh, in this time when we're having such a hard time finding properties and whatnot that we're all on the same page and trying to get to that common goal. And I was saying that Janice and I are a team together. Mm-hmm. I represent uh, listings and uh, Janice works with our buyers. And together, we just are you know, a great team in that we are always there. We're always available for our clients. And, uh, you know. Um, well, I was saying how much we appreciate realtors, mm-hmm. Donna and I, because you guys work weekends. We do. <laughs> 24 <laughs> 7, sometimes it feels like. I know it. Sometimes yeah. I'm leaving to. Uh, Maybe to the playa or heading up to the mountains on the weekend. I've got my truck packed, my motorcycle's in the back. And then I see all these open houses, and I think, maybe I should stop and see an open house. No, I can't do that. But then I think about the realtors, that you guys are really showing the properties. Then that's when the consumers, the home buyers, are available. They're not working, so it's a busy time for you guys. And it's it good is. that you have a team. Otherwise, you truly would have to work every weekend. It, that is very true. That is very true. This allows us to actually get away and uh, get some – R&R so that we can be raring to go for Mm -hmm. our clients when we're done with that. Janice, with the housing shortage that we all talk about, I mean, that just means less open house opportunity as well. I'm curious to know, though, when people call you that they're interested in a a listing, looking to buy a home, what is the general sentiment? Are they feeling like this is still a good market to buy price-wise, or are they feeling like maybe it's getting out of control? A little of both, I yeah, feel. Yeah, I think it is. It's, it I is starting to get a little bit out of control <laughs> to an extent, but it's just it's more lack of inventory it, as yeah, well. Exactly. And and uh, you know, as Donna was saying, that people want top dollar for their properties right now. Even the even the short sales and the in mm. the bank owned properties are are up yeah. there in price, and it makes it difficult for somebody like Donna to do uh, you know to rehab a home and have it pencil out and make sense. So those are the mm. The things exactly. that we're up against as investors. So housing shortage sounds kind of funny because it, it, you kind of feel like maybe visually I, I would think there's people lined up to buy homes or that's the reason that we have homeless people in northern Nevada is because they just can't find a home to buy. They've got everything together, but they just can't get in a home. But I suspect that there's probably more to that. Is it that people are just hanging on thinking that prices are going to continue to go up and they might as well wait while their home increases in value? Or is it that they're concerned that when they sell their home, they're not going to be able to find something to move into because Both. of the housing shortage? Mm-hmm. Both. We have that. Yeah, we have that both. with our sellers mm-hmm. that uh, they're afraid to put their homes on the market. So we've done creative things like um, that they, they can't close escrow until um, you know they need to find identify a new property. Mm-hmm. They do rent backs. We've had a few you know ways around 
trying to do that. Mm-hmm. But it's all to me, it's all relative. You know, people that are waiting, if they're going to be buying something, it's it's all relative. So mm-hmm. um, I think if they find something that they love, they need to move forward and, and go for it because it may not be available or it may be, Higher you know, priced. out of their reach and mm-hmm. interest mm-hmm. rates going up. Um, you know, now's the time to do it if they can. So the sweet spot, in my understanding, is uh, the median price in northern Nevada, somewhere around $290,000, give or take a few thousand. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I've always thought that somebody who has a home that is in that price range, right close to the median, and they want to move up, but they're maybe concerned that if they sell their home now, they'll miss out on maybe $10,000 or $20,000 of appreciation in the next six months or so, a year. And they know that if they are going to be moving up, they're going to be looking at a home priced maybe $100,000 more, let's say around 400000 mm-hmm. or slightly higher. And the question is, is it going to be affordable for them if they make that kind of move? So if they wait six months, maybe their current home that they want to sell will increase by about $10,000. But what would happen to that $400,000 home? In six mm-hmm. months, is it going to maybe go up twenty thousand dollars or mm-hmm. more, or yeah, is it maybe going to stay flat? Mm-hmm. The, what do you think? Do you think those higher homes are moving at about the same price as the median price? Mm, I I think it's pretty relative, but I think that the you know that that lower price range goes up faster because that's what's affordable, and so that kind of keeps pushing it. They mm-hmm. you know that's what sells. You know, I brought with me today. Just everything that's available under three hundred thousand, and there's not a lot. There's about seven hundred and some odd uh, homes on the market, but only about one hundred and sixty of those are actually available. So those go pending so quickly that then they start, you know, going up in price quickly mm-hmm. as well. Those so. those seven hundred that are on the market, the ones that are not part of that, where are they in the market? Are they are they pending? Or are they? There, those well, the the seven there's 700 some odd properties, and only 162 of them are available, not pending. Okay. Um, and the, for the most part, um, gosh, there there most of them are up in the 200s. Mm-hmm. Push, you know, there's a there's a good amount in the the 250 range, but mm-hmm. for the most part, um, you know, we we've seen a lot of those properties, and a lot of those need a lot of work. So under 300, and you, mm-hmm. Donna, can vouch for that. Under yeah. 300, they, most of them require some work to be done to them. That's true, and that's the market that I'm looking at, and I'm sure a lot of the investors are, is we want to stay in the middle range, uh, mm-hmm. single-family homes, three three to two bedrooms or three or one. And then in that price, um, between the 300 and less, and, you know, for an investor, I think it's pretty exciting to get those homes, be able to fix them up, and be able to resell them at an affordable price and, you know, get people into these homes, you know, mm-hmm. where they can afford them. Otherwise, mm-hmm. the home so, might be sitting empty because nobody wants to pull oh, the trigger on repairing them. Yeah, there's houses that mm-hmm. have been on the market just sitting there two, three years, nobody living in them. So, you know, the house is just deteriorating, and, and I don't understand the banking portion of it because obviously I'm not a bank. Yeah, <laughs> nobody does. <laughs> but it's like, sure. why don't you just sell them to <laughs> us, you know? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, that's great because you, you're, you're helping alleviate the housing shortage because once you put a home buyer in a home that's been empty for years or, or ex- an extended yeah. amount of time, that's one less uh, competitor for the other home buyers. 
and yeah. uh, it shows that it can be done. Are, are some of these deals that you're looking at still part of the old short sale window that we talked about a few yeah, years ago? Yeah, you know, actually during the break we were talking about the short sale, and I have a short sale right now that um, they accepted my offer in December, mm-hmm. and just last week they countered it. And um, Is that a good thing? Well, their counter wasn't a good thing. <laughs> so, you know, I, I did my numbers and everything, and I countered back, mm-hmm. and in order to move forward I needed to bring in the contractor and of course do the estimate and everything to support why I was offering such a low rate mm-hmm. and so now it's it's kind of swinging on the fence there I don't know what's going to happen but hopefully it'll go through you know you just mm-hmm. kind of keep your faith and cross your fingers and hope it all works <laughs> well and, right. and that's what works how, how that works with the short mm-hmm. sales is the seller gets that it needs all of that work and whatnot yeah. so they accept your your offer but then the bank has you know has their own independent appraisal, and yeah. they might not have the same thought process as the rest of us. So then we are, our, you know, back to the drawing board, proving um, why you yeah. know we're, we're at that price to begin with. And then you get their appraiser that comes out. Mm-hmm. They do a BPO, which is a broker price opinion. That can be done okay. by another real estate agent, oh, okay. um, or okay. they can do a full appraisal with an appraiser, which we see a lot of that. Gotcha. But when they come out and then do their appraiser, you know, they don't look at it as an investor does. So, mm-hmm. you know, they look at mowing the lawn and you're good to go. And no, <laughs> you know, no fault of theirs because they're doing an amazing job. But for an investor, it's like, oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it's okay. You know, it's it's exciting and it's fun. But there's also other ways other than flipping for an investor, um, you know, to help homeowners where, where perhaps a real estate agent isn't able to because maybe they don't qualify. Mm-hmm. Then there's things that I can do also to help them get into a home without qualifying. Mm-hmm. Um, that's wonderful. For some yeah, of the mortgages. It's getting more and more difficult. It really is. Mm-hmm. And then also people that want to sell, you know, there's options um, if their house has been on the market for a long time and it hasn't sold for whatever reason and it falls off of the market um, by getting a um, expired listing list. I can look at the homeowners, talk to them and see if we can't resell their home through a different channel. Mm-hmm. So there you and, go. And she's so talking, there's options. There's she's so talking options. about an expired listing. Yeah. And again, that's not something you typically hear from somebody who's brand new to real estate investing, mm-hmm. unless they've had a <laughs> lot of, a lot of yeah, education. Like Sorry. Lot I, of I, you know, I don't know what the realtors can do for <laughs> me, but hey. <laughs> We're going to find out what I'm they can ask. do for you more <laughs> yeah. on, on the show later because I know a lot of deals actually come up quickly and sometimes people get an advance notice of deals that are coming up and you can't go on the MLS on the internet and look for advanced deals. I mean, they're either there or they're Mm -hmm. not. So having great connections Mm -hmm. is a big part of being successful. So when we come back from this break, we're going to be talking about that and more. However, before we go to the break, I want to talk to you about the importance of incorporating if you are buying your investment property. Whether it's your first investment property or you own others, you have to take extra caution if you are a sole proprietor. Anything can happen on your investment property, a trip, a fall, a stumble, any kind of accident by a tenant or a tenant's visitors could put you in court, legal jeopardy. That's why it's important that you talk to Sherry Hill from Sage International. Sherry is the wealth protection diva. She has helped many people over the past 23 years in her business incorporate properly so that you can get an additional level of protection on your business beyond insurance. If you have any questions or you'd like to have a free consultation with Sherry Hill at Sage International, give her a call, 786-5515 in Northern Nevada, 
and tell her Peter sent you. We'll be back on Nevada Real Estate Radio after this. This is John Williamson from Dixon Realty in Truckee, California. This is Sabrina Belechi from Remax North Lake Tahoe and Incline Village. This is Karen Polly, Realtor at Keller Williams Group One Sparks. You're listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is always fun to talk real estate with. Street smarts on the house. Many times, closing a real estate deal fast is the key to getting the great deal done. At Socotra Capital, we help you get the money fast. This is Dave Washburn, Vice President of Loans and Investments at Socotra Capital. We are a hard money lender for real estate transactions that need to close fast, way before banks or institutional financing can complete the deal. We're ready to talk to you about closing your transaction quickly, and we can get you the money fast. Visit www.socotracapitalnevada.com or call 775-420-4990 for a personal appointment. Socotra Capital Nevada is located at 298 Kingsbury Grade, Suite 1G, State Line, Nevada, 89449. David Washburn's NMLS agent number 51269, NMLS 331429, MLD 4075, company NMLS number 1142425. Socotra Capital Nevada, Incorporated. This is Donna McCutcheon, real estate investor with Washoe Property Investments. You are listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla, he's important to me because he shares the real estate knowledge with his listeners to help all of us to be better informed. Street Smarts on the house. Welcome back to Nevada Real Estate Radio. My name is Peter Padilla. I am your host and pleased to be with you today talking about my favorite subject, real estate. Real estate for investors, that is. I see so many successful people, and I ask them why they went into real estate, and they tell me that it's a great hedge against other kinds of investments, like the stock market or rare collectibles. Real estate is something that you can invest in, and you can actually live in it. And let's face it, we all need a place to live, and you're going to pay one way or the other, rent or a mortgage or paying back hard money. However you get the money, you have to understand that the benefits of owning real estate far outweigh the benefits of renting. Many of our investors got started because they finally bought their first home. It was their first time homeowner investment of a lifetime, and they had to get a mortgage. Getting a mortgage is not the easiest thing because you really truly have to qualify in today's mortgage environment. You have to prove that you can pay the money back and that your credit is in the right area to get the right kind of loan. There's also assistance programs to get mortgages that can maybe help you qualify for more of a home than you ever thought. Most people, though, they think that they can't qualify, so they don't move forward. Instead, they just pay the next month's rent. I encourage you to talk to a qualified mortgage lender, somebody like Lou Carr. Lou is the branch manager of Summit Funding in Sparks, Nevada. He's a mortgage lender, and he oversees the entire team at Summit that's doing great things to help people become first-time home buyers. After that, many first-time home buyers become first-time home investors. There are very uh, a variety of creative ways to purchase your first home. But if you have a mindset of someday becoming an investor, Lou Carr is a great person to talk to. His information is on our website, but if you want to give him a quick call, he's at 775-626-0775. Tell Lou that Peter sent you. 
I'm excited about being in the show every week, and today is no different. I have three lovely ladies talking about real estate and real estate for investors. We have an investor in the studio. Her name is Donna McCutcheon. She is an acquisitions manager, and she's got all sorts of creative ways that she uses to buy investment property. Also with us, two ladies, two realtors from Keller Williams Group One Sparks. Janice Lease is with us, and Karen Pauly, the team of the the team of Karen Pauly, right? You guys are a team. <laughs> Did you guys win the Super Bowl this year? <laughs> you, guys, you guys are doing great. Keller Williams is an awesome company. I've talked to a lot of people from Keller Williams over the past years. Keller Williams has a great story, and I've read a couple of books written by the founders of Keller Williams. Talk about investors. These guys huh. took it all the way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You talk Incredible about company. the success of the company when you're talking with your new clients, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Tell our listeners a little bit about the culture of Keller Williams. The culture is is incredible. So um, it, it really is all about giving back. That's what we were talking about on, on break is <laughs> is how to surround yourself with, with people that are, are giving back. And, and that is what I love about that company is mm-hmm. they, they just completely show you exactly how to make your business uh, an amazing business and everybody in that company were very transparent company so mm-hmm. nothing's hidden we all know what everybody's doing and we all share what we're doing and help each other be successful and it, you don't see that in a lot of big big companies so mm-hmm. um, that is why we're there and we're doing our part giving back as well your partner Janice tells me she's relatively new to the real estate business mm-hmm. Janice what less than a year Six months. All right. And so I know you're very knowledgeable already in a short amount of time. And you tell me that you learned a lot of it in school. Was a lot of that learning, though, coming right from Keller Williams? Did their educational opportunities help you get started? Um, absolutely. I mean, I think Keller Williams offers such amazing educational programs. Um, when I first came on, they uh, put me in their Ignite program, mm-hmm. which is extremely helpful. Karen actually was one of the instructors, and um, she does a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think Keller Williams is a fantastic company. I've, I've loved being a part of this team. It's mm-hmm. just so much camaraderie in the office. Mm-hmm. Everybody supports one another. Everybody's very helpful. You know, you have a question, no problem getting it answered, and um, I, I couldn't be happier. I bet you're really them. friendly on the telephone, too. <laughs> I, well, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I've always loved customer service. <laughs> so I'm a big fan of television, and I've watched television since I was a kid, and I worked in the television business for many, many years. And to an extent, I still work with the TV stations along with the radio stations in northern Nevada. But I, kind of a fun trivia question, and let me ask you ladies, see if you have a, a favorite. Who is your favorite TV personality that played a realtor on her show? Oh, my Do you have anybody? Any realtors? Stumped. You have me stumped. Is it stumped well. a guest? How about you, you Don? Do you have any idea I'm who stumped. a TV celebrity that played a realtor? Well, I, I, I mean, this was in the movies. Though. I love Annette Benning. I, I know, I love that. I will sell this house today. Just goes in and she's American Beauty. Know, is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. is that what it was? Yeah. I can't yeah. 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 And she was well. honest about everything that was damaged in the house in her mm-hmm. beginning. Is that the yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, she was amazing. Well, this was probably before you ladies were even born. Maud Finley from the show Maud was a realtor. I did not know she was a realtor on that show. (laughs) She didn't sell a lot of real estate on the show during the show, but I heard her talking with some clients periodically on the telephone. And one time she answered the phone and she said, Finley residence. And then she says, 
this is the lady of the house. Oh, how funny. She had such a deep voice. <laughs> she <know>. did. <laughs> I thought it was Mr. Finley. And then she went on to, you know, tell her real her client basically that he needed to step up his offer or she was going to walk out. She was not a very friendly lady, but I, it's a good contrast to the way Keller Williams runs. And it's always fun <laughs> to talk about my late night TV watching. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I went to a class that Keller Williams put on. It was on social media when you were talking about it earlier, um, Janice. I remember sitting in that class and realizing how behind the times I am on this social media. Mm-hmm. It, but it was a great class, and they, the guy, I think his name was Tony, and forgive me if I'm wrong, but it was really a great class that Keller Williams put on. It really helped me. Yeah, I think yeah. all of their classes are I think are I have notes all over his book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's just it. it. Like you're saying, it's staying up with what is happening so you don't get behind mm-hmm. in that, Absolutely. and that is something that they – they do, you know, and they keep up and they're just, they're changing their classes and whatnot constantly mm-hmm. to keep up with the demand of, of the changing times. And, mm-hmm. and it helps, you know, uh, it, as an investor, and I'm sure as a real estate ad- agent, having these classes is so mm-hmm. beneficial. And the Absolutely. people that you meet, regardless of where it is, you just meet some amazing people, mm-hmm. like at the um, Real Estate Investors Club mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that we go to. We really do have to continually educate ourselves because the industry changes really fast. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, the markets, uh, value markets change fast, the finance opportunities change fast. The rules and regulations change fast. Uh, nobody wants to have another mortgage meltdown like we mm-hmm. experienced five or six years ago, it seems like. seems more recent than that. But we don't want to go through that. So the mortgage industry has really tightened up their qualifications when yeah. they do mm-hmm. uh, give the opportunity for somebody to borrow money. They want to make sure that they're fully qualified to buy. So that's one of the reasons that I'm not quite as concerned that we're in a bubble that will burst because it's a solid bubble, let's say. Mm-hmm. It, the, the people that are buying are qualified. And, and I think people look at these opportunities more in a realistic way because the meltdown happened so recently. Maybe in five years or more, people will for long have forgotten about this and maybe something could happen again. But once you go through this, you're always more cautious about these great opportunities that people talk about because we know how quickly mm-hmm. things can change. Mm-hmm. A lot of the Research that we get is from the standard sources, the Internet, the mm-hmm. Association of Realtors, the multiple listing service. But I know, especially in the real estate business, there's a lot going on in the back room, mm-hmm. essentially, when realtors talk and realtors chat. And you guys do all the time because it always takes basically two realtors to close a deal. Mm-hmm. I bet you hear about things that are going to come up or about something that is so far away it's not on the MLS but if you have those kind of contacts, I bet you can set up some transactions maybe that you couldn't otherwise. Mm-hmm. We Share do, with we, us about how that works. We do works. work with that because, uh, you know, we're, we're constantly in contact with, with our clients. And a lot of them are waiting, as, mm-hmm. we've, as we've talked about. But we've been doing that. We, as a, as a company, because we have so many agents, we do chat with one another about what we have coming on or mm-hmm. what our needs are and whatnot. And so, you know... I, I'll even, you know, if somebody, if I hear something that somebody wants, I, I, I'll go to my client database mm-hmm. and go, hmm, you know, it's about time for them to move mm-hmm. <laughs> and, <laughs> and go, you know, because there's a part of me, too, that feels that, you know, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't at least let my client know that there's a demand for the, the home that they're in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So we do. We, we try to put things together before they, you know, before even anybody even thinks about putting mm-hmm. their, their home on the market. But 
Um, that's kind of the key. We were talking earlier, too, about looking at expired listings and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, Janice and I, we don't go back just a couple you know, days. We watch them. We watch them hit the market every day. But we, we, we go back years and look mm-hmm. to see, did those people ever sell their home? Because, you know, they maybe never sold because the, the property prices weren't up high enough. But now mm-hmm. they are. So we're going back and we're turning over every every stone possible to try to find properties for people. There's one word in the vocabulary that I love that very few people use in the real estate industry. It's called enterprising. And it sounds to me like that's mm-hmm. what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You're enterprising. Mm-hmm. You're looking for ways to create business based upon the knowledge and the connection, the connections mm-hmm. and contacts that you have. And it really is for the benefit of everybody you work with. Mm-hmm. Because like you say, you might have a, a, a past client's home that is in high demand and that person might be ready to move up to something larger. They just don't mm-hmm. think they can or maybe they don't have the the little extra encouragement that they would get from a phone call mm-hmm. from you. Sometimes we have to put those thoughts in their head and help them make it make sense, mm-hmm. you know, so um, but especially in this market when there's not a lot out there and not a lot of uh, properties that don't, like we were saying earlier, yeah. need a lot of work. So, mm-hmm. you know, you do have to go out there and, and make that happen for people. People talk about the housing shortage. They're probably talking about Reno and Sparks. And I know that there are other opportunities in other areas close to Reno and Sparks because I I have friends and I have either realtor connections in the smaller communities, mm-hmm. Fernley, Fallon. I recently took a trip to Yarrington and was really amazed at what I saw on the way there. It was a lovely drive for one thing, but I kept seeing all of these opportunities outside of the metro Mm -hmm. area of Reno Sparks. We have to take our commercial break, but when we come back, I'm hoping you ladies will talk to us about how you feel about these surrounding areas in real estate. This is Janice Lees, realtor at Keller Williams Group 1 Sparks. You are listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is important to me because he brings great and relative real estate information to local listeners. Thank you, Peter. So, you're thinking about buying investment real estate. Getting the right mortgage is a critical part of your decision. This is Lou Carr, branch manager of Summit Funding in Sparks, Nevada. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be the best investment purchase you'll ever make. How do you go about it? First, get pre-approved with a mortgage lender like Summit Funding. Then, find the right property at the right price. Summit Funding is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit summitfunding.net slash L-C-A-R-R. That's S-U-M-M-I-T-F-U-N-D-I-N-G dot net forward slash L-C-A-R. Or call 775 626-0775 for personal service. This is Lou Carr from Summit Funding, NMLS number 258750, NMLS number 3199, and NMLS number 1042857. And we are an equal housing lender. Summit Funding Incorporated is located at 5931 Los Altos Parkway, Suite 105, Sparks, Nevada, 89436. Hi, this is Victoria Williams, Managing Broker at Cobalt Banker Select Carson City. I'm on Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. 
next week right here on KFOY 1060 AM radio. Tune in next Wednesday at 1 p.m. to get an update on the real estate business in Carson City, Minden, Gardnerville, and surrounding areas. And we're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Glad you tuned into our show today. We have been on the air for the past 11 years, and we're helping people every week when they're wanting more information about real estate, whether they're buying their first home as a first-time home buyer or investors. And we love investors because they are keeping the economy going. Many investors, in fact, are working on repairing homes that were mismanaged or abused or neglected or just have a need for substantial repairs. Many times these homes do not qualify for a mortgage. So if a first-time home buyer has a, been approved for an FHA mortgage, but the home needs a new roof, or maybe it has a cracked foundation, the mortgage is not going to get approved until those things are repaired. And then that's always the question, who's going to pay for it? Well, the good news is that investors are in northern Nevada looking for these opportunities so that they can flip the homes. And sometimes they repair the homes, sell them, Sometimes they repair the home and rent it out, keep it as investment property. But either way, what they're doing is getting a home that has been sitting idle, essentially, back in the market for people to live in. That's helpful to the entire economy and puts a little bit of downward pressure on the housing shortage. We have an investor with us in the studio, and she does these kinds of things. Her name is Donna McCutcheon. Donna, I'm glad you're with us, and you're a relatively new investor, but you've already got two deals going. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, it's it's an exciting career. I absolutely love investing, and mm-hmm. I am new. And, uh, you know, it does present challenges, mm-hmm. but uh, they're falling into place, which is pretty exciting. Um, and you're right, as far as going in and, and finding homes that need to be uh, repaired or rehabbed, um, that's part of it. And then, you know, we hire contractors um, mm-hmm. and then labor. So it does kind of help, too. Uh, you know, labor's bringing in people that might be unemployed, mm-hmm. you know, and so, you know, if they have a we can we can bring in the laborers too. So it's been really nice. It's been it, it's coming together. Mm-hmm. The it's homes that together. you that you're working on for investment at this time are they in the Reno Sparks area? Uh, one of them that is tentative right now. It's it's kind of riding on the edge. I call it, if mm-hmm. you will. Um, we haven't had the final offer accepted at this point, but the one that is in escrow now, due to close at the end of the month, is out in the. Uh, uh, Silver Springs area. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people don't think that's an upcoming area, but with Tesla and the other manufacturing plants coming in, there are places out there selling. Mm-hmm. But as an investor, it is a challenge because most investors for private money lenders or hard money lenders, they don't want to loan for any more than 30,000 people. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, Silver Springs has a population of, I think it's 5,200 and something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that does present a little bit of a challenge. Um, so it's a learning curve, but it's worked out really well. And there again, that's where people that, um, you know, want to invest in real estate, that's where they could really help the investors as well. I recently took a drive to Yarrington and oh, yeah. drove through Silver Springs. And I was really surprised, too, to really see the number of homes that are there. Mm-hmm. Uh, many of them are manufactured. But what it said to me is that people must like living here. They must see some opportunity about being here. And like you mentioned earlier on the show, the wide open spaces is really beautiful <laughs> in those regards. A uh, lot of wild horses, too, all yeah. over the place there. I mean, I see them here on the outskirts of Reno, Hidden Valley. But on that drive to Yarrington, uh, they were all over the place. It was really fun. It's a gorgeous state. We were talking during the break about um, Nevada versus California, which I've lived in a number of years back and forth. I'm actually from Fallon. 
But Nevada has such a sense of freedom about it. It's just gorgeous, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and if people get out into the country and take a look at it, it's really beautiful. And so more and more people are moving to the outskirts, I think, to get away from the city. So, um, And then with the manufacturing plants and stuff, and then mining, too, um, people are living in some of these remote areas. So, mm-hmm. And they want a nice place to live, you mm-hmm. know, reasonably cost. Karen Polly is with us and Janice Lease also. They're both from Keller Williams and Sparks. Ladies, this drive that I took out to the rural areas got me reminded again about the fact that there must be other opportunities besides Reno and Sparks. Well, with Tesla coming in uh, just to the east of Sparks in a little town like Fernley not far away, how do you view those smaller communities as opportunities uh, huge opportunities because really if you look at if you look at what the uh, median income is proposed to be versus what the median um, price of a home is now, people are going to have to go out to those outlying areas if Mm -hmm. they want to be homeowners. Mm -hmm. So there is a lot of opportunity out there. We just, uh, Janice went down to Dayton uh, a couple weeks ago to to check it out because we are going to start looking at those areas as as opportunities for our our clients because Mm -hmm. they're building, you know, about 2,000 new homes are slated for for Dayton Mm -hmm. right now. And and really, if if people want to own versus rent, those are the areas where we're going to have to go to because the the income is not going to, you know, be there to be in Reno. I've spent a lot of Mm -hmm. times living in in metro areas, Denver, Mm -hmm. Phoenix. I traveled and did a lot of work in Los Angeles and San Diego. And it's very common there to have a commute from home to work Mm -hmm. of a half an hour, 45 minutes, because when you get home after work and you've got these beautiful surroundings and this Mm -hmm. awesome environment that you're living in, it's hardly even noticeable. Mm -hmm. Well, when I talk to people here that have lived in Nevada all their lives or nearly all their lives, a 10-minute commute seems like a long traffic delay. It's funny. We're all from, we've all had our time in California, and I used to commute, I think it took five freeways in an hour to get to, <laughs> yeah. to my job when I was living in Southern California, and, and we're spoiled. We do get spoiled here, but I think, you know, especially people that are coming in from out of state, they're going to be used to that, mm-hmm. and I think they will appreciate the wide open spaces and, and being able to get away. I know when I moved out to Wingfield Springs, it seemed so far away, and, <laughs> and uh, people you'd, would say, oh, God, I can't imagine going all the way out there, and now it's, you know, now it's... It's in town, it seems like. So, um, but yeah, there's there's going to be a lot of op- a lot more opportunities out there um, as far as price is concerned. At our last investors club, a gentleman from Fernley spoke, mm-hmm. and Donald, you were there when he spoke I was, about Fernley. Yeah. It was pretty exciting to hear what he had to say about Fernley. That he's really focusing on Fernley because the home prices are in some cases a hundred thousand dollars less yes. yeah. than they are mm-hmm. in Reno. And mm-hmm. look, it's a it's really a pretty pretty easy. 35-minute drive at most to Fernley. And if you have people relocating from Sacramento or any other part of California where they've had commuting in their daily lives, a drive to Fernley is going to be like nothing to -hmm. them. And I love Fernley because it's got an agricultural feel. Mm -hmm. I enjoy the the scent, the smells of the agricultural lifestyle. And the slower pace, it's a little more pleasant everywhere you go. That's what I was going to say, a more hometown feel. Mm -hmm. And Donna, you said you're from Fallon. I love Fallon, too. Yeah, Fallon's actually quite a great place. It has the the Navy base, um, and then they also have the agriculture and a lot of dairies and stuff there. Uh, So people do a lot of roping. They do a lot of um, stuff on the base. It's just a really great place to grow up. Mm -hmm. I haven't lived there for probably about 16 years now, so (laughs) it's been a while. But um, I still have family there, and and it's just a really great community. 
And it's only an hour out of Reno. So that area, too, um, you know, is upcoming as far as it, people commute there to Reno. So, mm-hmm. and Fernley is just all really a nice area. It to, really is. To go. <coughs> Excuse me. It really is really uh, a rural gem mm-hmm. of northern Nevada. Yeah. It's close enough to get to it relatively quickly. It's just about an hour to get there. Yep. And what a great feeling to be there. I have a number of friends and uh, associates that I deal with in Fallon, and it's always a pleasant drive, and yeah. I always enjoy staying there. And on our drive back from Las Vegas, it's always like the first sign of a city. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it could be you, kind of a lonely road. Huh? After you right. leave Mercury. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty lonely, uh, but then we haven't talked about Carson City. It's so close to to North, to Reno Sparks. I would imagine that Carson is kind of keeping up with the it is. prices, and sometimes even more. Really, yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. even more so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, politics is never going to end, unfortunately. So mm-hmm. we always have politicians traveling and living in our capital city. But it is nice that it's relatively close, and now with a new 580 interstate mm-hmm. complete, it's really a mm-hmm. quick, pleasant drive. It is. That Absolutely. Makes it nice. Yeah, it is. It is. And, you know, it, and something we haven't touched too much on is just everything, all the growth that we're having here in, in Reno-Sparks area, you know, with the university, downtown, we just have so much going on. And, and like, I think you were, I don't know, it was during break or not, you were saying, uh, we were talking about that when we had the bubble before, we really didn't have the people to support that that, that those prices. But now, I think we do. Um, so I think that at least in Reno, we have this little micro bubble of activity and all these things that are going on and, and all the homes. I, I found a few things here that, you know, just we had how many uh, homes built this last year, only like 1,300 new homes where they're saying we need two Carson cities full of mm-hmm. n- more of mm-hmm. actual newly built homes. So yeah. I think there's a lot of exciting things to come for for Reno Sparks and outline areas. Yeah. And I see more duplex, threeplex, fourplex mm-hmm. interest in northern Nevada because of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's face it, a lot of our younger generation, the millennial generation, even though they are potential home buyers, many still prefer the freedom of being able to move to other opportunities mm-hmm. in the state, across the country. And you have that freedom when you rent. So rent is not always a real negative uh, if you are, are taking advantage of the benefits of renting. And a lot of people want to do that. That's why I think that great time to uh, invest is now in investment real estate, something that you can rent out, whether it's a single home or a duplex, a threeplex, a fourplex. It's a great time to get in there. And financing opportunities I know are there because we have our mortgage lenders come to visit us often. And you can get a great mortgage on a duplex, threeplex, or fourplex. As long as you're going to live in one of them for mm-hmm. a year so we did. or more. That was how yeah. I got my start in real estate was um, buying duplexes mm-hmm. or homes that had basements up by the university. And we would convert those basements and rent those out. And then when we moved out, we had positive cash flow because we had two units. It was yeah. a really great way to get started. And here you are continuing to do a great job <laughs> not only other for others <laughs> and for yourself too. Mm-hmm. Well, I enjoyed having you on the show today. Karen, if somebody wants to call you at Keller Williams Sparks and get more information, maybe talk about either buying or selling a home, what's the best way to reach you? Uh, on my cell phone, that number is 775-690-6801, or my email is karenpolly at kw.com. All right. Janice Lees, too, from Keller Williams Sparks. I hope you enjoyed being on our show today. I very much enjoyed it. Thank you for having me. And uh, you can reach me at 775-750-7011 or jleaserealtor at gmail.com. 
Good. I'll put the team information up on our website. Thank so you. That people appreciate can find that. We appreciate that. Thank you. And I'd like to thank our investor for coming in to visit with us today. Donna McCutcheon came by after visiting with her briefly at the Reno Real Estate Investors Club. And just so our listeners know, that group meets the first Tuesday of the month. 6 p.m. at the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors. It's a great meeting, great networking, find out some of the new trends going on. And Donna, I'm glad that we met there. I hope that I see you back there too. Are you oh, yes, about going I back? enjoyed it. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah, it's great. Right. And I know you help people because you are an investor. Mm-hmm. You're helping people that maybe need to get rid of a home or have a home that is in disrepair. Anybody that needs guidance also should talk to somebody who's successful in real estate investing. And that would be you. What would be a great way to reach you if somebody wants to chat? Uh, The best way to reach me is on my cell phone, and that's area code 775-385-1773. Or go ahead and send me an email at washoepropertyinvestments at gmail.com. Very nice. And all of our contacts, again, on our website. So we'll make it easy for our listeners to find you all. I'd like to thank our listeners for tuning in. We're on the air, same time, same station, next week right here. So please tune in again, and we'll talk more about real estate in Northern Nevada. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Have a great day. You've been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com. Sage International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services that will lay a solid foundation under a business owner's dream. If you're thinking of starting a business and you're not sure where to begin, Sage International Incorporated offers a free 30-minute consultation. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779. Or visit sageintl.com.